It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do, that's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. Joining us to talk more about the business of crypto is Brett Harrison. He is architect, financial technologies founder and CEO. And of course, he's a former president of FTX. Before we get to um, uh, anything involving the latter, Brett, I want to talk about architect because I noticed in your press release from April that you guys are already talking about um, GPT-4 and using AI in crypto before, you know, we had the big blow up in prices. Um, how would you integrate ChatGPT or GPT-4 into, or how do you integrate it into your product? So part of the goal of Architect is to give institutional grade technology, not just to trading institutions like hedge funds, trading firms, asset managers, but also to sophisticated individual investors. And one of the things that digital assets has allowed for uh, individual investors to be able to do is to be able to access programmatically exchanges a lot more easily. Well, part of that comes with the ability to write sophisticated strategies, strategies that can do market making, that can do arbitrage between exchanges. And we think that we can greatly lower the barrier to entry to writing those kinds of strategies by using natural language uh, prompts, for example, be able to uh, arbitrage the price of this coin between these two exchanges and have GPT be able to actually create code for you on the fly using our internal APIs and make it just much easier to be able to be a sophisticated trader in these markets. So even if AI is a killer app um, for your exchange, for your business, you've still got to get customers to come and use it. Has, uh, has, has your business been tainted at all by your involvement in FTX? I mean, when you talk to new customers, do they say, hey, we got to deal with this question and get it out of the way first. No, I mean, long since, you know, talk, talking about FTX, really, I mean, first of all, they look at the, you know, the composition of our team. We have people from X Jane Street, from DTCC, from RBC. We put together a really stellar group of people who have this long experience in the financial services sector. Secondly, you know, we are a pure software business. Uh, we're not taking customer funds. We're not executing trades on our customer's behalf. We take a security first approach to building software that works in a self-hosted fashion on people's own hardware so they can get direct access access to exchanges, not just digital asset exchanges, but also to regulated derivatives exchanges like the CME. And so we're trying to take a pan-asset approach using all of the sort of skills and know-how that we've developed over our combined decades of experience in this industry. On the subject of exchanges, Brett, and it's Kaylee in Washington, obviously one of them, Coinbase, has now been sued by the SEC. And I'm wondering how that lawsuit or the one against Binance may ultimately affect your business. 
So right now, because of all of the regulatory uncertainty, we're seeing a real turning point for exchanges, a bifurcation of liquidity into what I'm going to see call as like the heavily regulated space, like derivatives under the CFTC at the CME, Bitcoin and Ether futures and options, as well as the very unregulated space of you know, non-US exchanges that combine spot and crypto into one sort of vertical clearing model. And both of these are going to continue to develop and grow over the next coming years. I think it's interesting seeing what's happened with the SEC and Coinbase. I think if the goal is to create regulatory clarity, this is certainly going to be a long, expensive path, both in terms of time and money, to go through the litigation. I think with all the pushback from the industry trying to get clarity, trying to make it possible for SEC registrants to be able to operate within the rules, to be able to list and to execute and custodian different digital assets, I think Hopefully, we'll see a more incremental approach from the SEC and the CFTC over the coming years, so we don't have to wait just for litigation to be able to get that clarity. In the meantime, though, how optimistic are you on the outlook for crypto in the U.S. specifically, or do you also find yourself needing to look abroad? We are looking globally. I mean, we see firms that are participating in, in you know, the institutional trading of crypto in the U.S. and, of course, in, in places in Asia and in Europe. In the U.S., there is still very high institutional confidence that this is a, it's an asset to trade that's going to continue to grow. Obviously, we saw you know, EDX launch today. There's going to be different approaches to the trading of crypto. There's Cebo Digital. There's NASDAQ entering the game with custody and possibly eventually an exchange as well. So there's going to be the sort of traditional approach to crypto where you have separate matching and clearing in a sort of separated clearing versus settlement model. And then you're going to see you know, exchanges like Coinbase continue to exist and fight and grow uh, in the more integrated approach where people can combine trading with more of the utility aspects of digital assets, such as staking and lending and different things like that. Speaking of custody, I noticed uh, EDX is launching, which is an exchange backed by um, Citadel, Fidelity, and Schwab. And they are a non-custodial um, exchange. So they just facilitate the transfer, but they don't ever hold the assets. Do you think that's going to be a leading way forward? I do, and in a couple of different ways. There's this sort of traditional model where you have a separate clearing entity that's facilitating the, the, the final clearing and the movements of money and funds between different customers. There's also a number of startup exchanges that are coming to the fore now that are combining off-chain matching, similar to the way that EDX is doing, the way that NASDAQ would do, but on-chain settlement and clearing, where they're combining kind of the best of the centralized and decentralized exchange world. And I think you're going to see those kinds of models appear as well to compete with the more traditional models the way that EDX or a traditional exchange like NASDAQ or CME might offer. Do you shift your business maybe more towards, you know, taking a crypto perspective on a TradFi um, business model? I mean, can't you use the blockchain to help um, old banks trade assets in a faster um, and more efficient way? Yeah, so our view at Architect is that we're preparing for a world in which the lines between traditional and digital assets continue to blur, whether that's banks that are using private blockchains to settle you know, tens if not hundreds of millions of dollars of repos every day, to digital assets being able to wrap real-world assets or to tokenize securities. We want to make sure that customers can trade seamlessly to every kind of exchange model, from the most traditional to the most decentralized, all from one single interface and order management system. And so that's exactly why we started this company in the first place. And Brett, final question. As you pursue that vision, are more fundraising plans in your future? Absolutely. You know, we've raised a really great round back in January from some of our um, 
wonderful investors like Coinbase and Circle, SV Angel, Motivate, and the Salt Funds. But we're all, of course, going to consider opportunities in the future, especially as we look to build out regulated uh, entities underneath the architect umbrella, whether those are under the CFTC or the SEC or both. We're going to look to probably expand our investor set and raise funds in the future. All right, Brett, thanks so much for coming and really appreciate your time. Brett Harrison uh, there from Architect Financial Technologies. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.